0: Visceralist Podcast, episode 93. What, what? Can be reached at visceralist at gmail.com, also at visceralist on Instagram. right, 93. I feel like there was an album with 93 in it. 93 Uh, till infinity? Yeah. Naughty three. Oh. Mm. By Naughty by Nature. 93 to infinity is what? Yeah. Souls of Mischief. But what's the group? Souls of Mischief. Are you talking about me? What? (laughs) Am I Souls of Mischief? No. That's a group?
1: Yeah. It was like that West Coast, like, Underground Collective. Dell and some other randos, casual. I
0: remember Dell the Funky Homo Sapien? Yeah. Wow. Okay. (laughs) You're, You're boom bap rap knowledge you were ready, you were ready uh, for, no. that,
1: for that boom bap this early in the morning
0: <laughs> well that's a good segue into uh, trifling in NYC and we'll do we'll do mine because uh, it involves Migo's song Versace uh, and
1: opposite of boom bap
0: not quite boom bap I mean Drake is on a on a remix to it But it's just a a little quibble I have because I've heard a number of times people using the song "Versace" as a cudgel to um, criticize rap more broadly as a genre, which you know is is kind of silly. Now, and and what because what I hear a lot of what I've heard a number of times and in a number of different mediums and formats from different people is that they just say the word Versace over and over again in the song. The song is literally just them saying Versace over and over. Now they do say the word Versace quite a bit. And I think when one of the verses is just them saying Versace and over and over. (laughs) I think (laughs) it might be, (laughs) but the, but the thing is like, this is like, this is, you know, one of the unique, look, I don't, I don't have to, get into the business of justifying uh rap as a genre we already know you know that you know it it is or, or as a legitimate art form good grief what a ugh, what a loser argument that is to to go against that um but in any case you know just even if they are just saying versace you know even if they did through the whole song there's ways of doing it there's inflections there's um uh, you know, riding the beat in a certain way uh-huh. while you're saying the cadence. Um, there's all different sorts of things. And to say it's just literally them, I mean, there are actually verses. And, you know, this isn't even necessarily... In a way, this is this track is and isn't the, the best, the, like a good song to, like, is that the hill you want to die on? Like that sort of thing. I mean, kind of, because, you know, A there is a little bit more to it than just Versace. Now the more to its <laughs> stuff is like, you know, what would you like? It's not boom bap. It's more like flex flexing swag rap, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Um,
1: I, I mean, in my mind, everything has a, has a time and place. Like I can be down with it if I'm in the right mood.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, the, the beat is also a key part of it. Um, I think it's a great beat. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Migos and this fact, this might be the only song of theirs I like. Um, Mm. uh, From, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not looking for Migos deep cuts anywhere, Um, but I've heard all the, you know, all the recent singles. Uh, Yeah. And I, I look, I, you know, I like being a little bit subversive uh, or I like seeing subversion in art too. So I, you know, the fact that they, they did make this song where it, like, there's a whole verse. They just say Versace <laughs> over and over. Like, I like that. Versace? I, it's a little, Versace, Versace, Versace? It's a little transgressive. I mean, the critique would be like, oh, they're just too lazy to think about, some, you know, a, a, do an actual verse. Which, again, there are actual verses in the song. You know, I, I don't care. I, and I, I don't get into these, like, I wouldn't get into an argument about this in my day-to-day life. Because most of the people I would talk to about rap would probably agree with me for the most part. Mm -hmm. I don't know, thoughts? Have you heard this critique? My
1: my first thought, no I haven't but it makes sense Um, I'm just going to have to go back and listen to the song but Mm -mm. yeah, it's okay I remember the first time hearing it thinking all they're saying is Versace but then (laughs) I kind of liked it at the same time (laughs) I was like they're not saying anything but I kind of like it
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so, not yeah, every I'll, song I'll and it, you know not every song has to be if they want to do a song like this just Versace go you know go for it like because then it goes into like well th- this touch on lo- my larger theory of of you know aesthetics and art and subjectivity and objectivity versus in art, art criticism which i've been threatening to really get Uh-oh, into oh
1: here here we go
0: and we've brushed <laughs> up on a, a uh, against it a number of times but i think we're gonna have to save that for when we have like absolutely nothing else to talk about because i could go for all two hours on that
1: <sighs> we could do a special one special podcast. we'll do a
0: special yeah a special one-off just indul- indulging man in my yeah anyway, uh, I understand you have something that you you're, you were reminded of occurred not not necessarily recently but a, a trifling is that correct?
1: Yeah so um, here in Brooklyn there there are a lot of modes of transportation right However, there is like this um, supplemental van transportation. It's called like dollar doll, Van? it's called dollar Van. yes you're familiar with
0: not to, to, to be clear this isn't a particular brand name this is more catch-all, <laughs> catch-all term for um, vans that why don't you you describe it
1: I don't even know how to describe them it's like um a shuttle a shuttle bus like sometimes at the airport when you get in those shuttles and have to go terminal to terminal or like the smaller buses like the smaller size school bus. Okay. Ooh, like a ho- like a hotel shuttle similar in that size, not like just the big like 12 person van, but you know it has like the higher top and like the big door in the front.
0: Oh right, yeah, okay.
1: Um and these Go There's different routes, but they mainly go up and down Flatbush, and what they do is they supplement like the bus service and the train service, and they also help people that live in um, like two fare zones, you know, like if you have to take a bus to a train. Okay, right. Um. So, a lot of times people will just take this instead of waiting for the bus because it's generally faster, and it's cheaper, $2, even though it's called a dollar van, but it's actually $2. dollars
0: like mm, inflation.
1: Yep. Inflation? Inflation, inflation, inflation?
0: Inflation. Uh. <laughs> inflation, inflation. Inflation, inflation. Inflation? Okay. <laughs> but the thing with these
1: vans is there. I, I don't know how they're organized, but you sort of have to tell them where you're going when you get on. Or sometimes they ask, sometimes they don't. Usually you pay when you get off, but sometimes when you get on. Usually it's when you get off, and some of them have a driver plus like a driver assistant, or some of them just have a driver. Like driver assistant will like take the money and like tell you things, answer okay. questions. But that, some that of them just have drivers.
0: Seems fairly orderly. I like that. It
1: it is. So I've been on these. Like sometimes I've been on one that had like a movie plan before. Oh um, really? Yeah. <laughs> What movie? I don't. I don't even remember the movie, but I was, I was surprised. I was like, "Oh, this is like a coach bus now. We got the movie at the Pretty front nice. going on." Like um, yeah. So this particular one that was on a couple of weeks ago, when we get on, he starts the car. Because I got on at the end of the line, I guess. Um, he started it. And then around the top is just just ring of LED pink LED lights, so that comes on. So now all of a sudden it turns to how I feel like a party bus is, right?
0: Okay, like so neon just, pink. Yes. Huh? So we were they flashing the, maybe in time uh, to like no, a, maybe like steady. a rap song or like a?
1: No, it was just M-Migo. steady. And then he had some regular. <laughs> that would have been what a tie-in if he had Migos playing. Uh, <laughs> So they would just, it was just playing. But when I got in, I told the guy outside, he was like what you would consider like a carnival barker. He was getting people to come in. What they do a lot of times is they position themselves right along the bus line. So he was literally right next to the bus stop. But the bus okay. had just left. I came around the corner and I see the bus leaving. I was like, fuck. And he saw my reaction. He's like, you want to, you want off? You want to Come on, come on, come on. We're about to leave. Come on, come on. And i come on. I'm like, how much? Because you know for a lot of these places, I mean, you know how it is. So, you got to make sure you get that price up front. You don't want to get on and then they'll be like, you get off like $5, try to yep. strong arm you once you're already in there. Hmm. So, I was like, $2, right? $2, $2. He said, yeah, 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 $2. Yeah, I was like, all right, good deal. So, <laughs> so I get on and it didn't leave as quickly as I was hoping because um, another bus came and left in that same amount of time I was sitting on there. I was annoyed at that. But- like a, a
0: regular up, city bus?
1: Yeah, the same bus. We did end up passing that bus and the one before during the route. So it ended up being faster in the end. Um,
0: Is that because they're not making as many stops?
1: They're not making as many stops. They're only stopping if – and I'm not 100% sure how to wave them down. You can do like this little like two-finger thing. I see people do it. You can wave them down. They kind of stop on like every block, but you have to announce it. And this guy had the music so hard loud, I was like – I don't know how I'm going to announce my stop. And it's kind of weird because – Wait, like, so there was music playing. Yeah. But it was – he had like uh, some dance hall going. And then later on the trip, he changed it to um, – essentially sound like a pirate radio station. It was like somebody broadcasting out of the basement is what it sounded like.
0: What? <laughs> um, <laughs> how? Wait, how did it sound like – was it like scratchy, or it like gave, were they playing yeah, like too were, much like boom early '90s boom bap or something? Is that?
1: <laughs> it was just like he would just come on and talk for a little bit. There were no station announcements, no
0: nothing, no commercials,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no no station identifiers like it's Hotline yeah. 7, you know, like
0: nothing. we should see if we can uh, link with them to get some the visceral podcast in that.
1: Exactly, we can get play <laughs> live live stream into the dollar vans corner of that dollar van market. <laughs> um but it was so loud, then I became nervous. Like I knew where I wanted to get off because I told the guy, like Empire Boulevard, Empire. He's like, yeah, 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 get on. But I told the barker, not the driver. So
0: <laughs> and then the driver
1: was outside smoking away from the barker. So he gets on. He doesn't know I want to get where I want to get off. And it's sort of awkward because if nobody else is getting off, then he's gonna drive past it. And if nobody's waiting, he's gonna drive past it, right? If he doesn't see anybody right. out there with a the little flag, you know, they'll drive. They'll kind of slow down and do a honk if you want to get on. So we're driving, we're driving. And the music was loud. It's got full. I can get a little shy in front of a lot of people. So <laughs> then, like, I was like, oh, all right. I knew my 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 block was coming up next. I was like, yeah, that's where I need to get off. And a lot of times there are people there that they stop for. Because I see them stop there all the time because I cross that street. And I was like, all right, I probably don't have to say anything. He'll stop. I'll just get up real fast. But um he did not stop. And I <laughs> <laughs> and he kept going. And I was like, oh no. So <laughs> I was like, what what do I do now? Right? But then thankfully, this guy behind me stood up. He was like, Driver, 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 driver. So I stopped. But it was like two blocks maybe three blocks below where I wanted to get off. So that guy walked past me, and I just got up behind him and, and walked and got off. Yep. So potentially, I could have just ridden until the end. Like, <laughs> like I, I, If you, if you, you don't see up... It's so passive you that st-
0: you wind up in like the lower east <laughs> side. Right. <laughs> get off the... Like, I see you hop off. Like, hey, oh, hey, you dressed for work.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the triplet, here now, I guess, like... It was me, like I always drive for him because I didn't follow the rules, but like I, I don't know, I guess I should have gotten up
0: and just said something., Well, what but did the like... guy do? Did he like tap the driver on the shoulder? Or is just like, no,
1: he stood up and was loud enough that he stopped
0: over the the pirate dance hall yes. station, yeah.
1: yeah. I guess okay. Well, I've done it before. I guess you. I think my new strategy would be to get up, like as I get close and get closer to the driver. That way, I don't have to worry about shouting over anything and just be like, "Hey, hey, yeah. hey you know,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah." I mean, that seems like an oversight on the the barker's part too. Seems like he should be telling. He should be. He should be relaying. That's what I.
1: That's what I feel like too. Because I talked to the barker about where I wanted to get off. I Feel like he should have relayed that information to the driver.
0: Hmm. Especially because you said you you got when you got on, you were the only person getting on. It wasn't the only person, but it was, the,
1: it was the end of the line. So okay. they, it was basically like, yeah, they were stopping. That was their turnaround spot.
0: Yeah. See, so now we've identified uh, uh, a a bit of a flaw in the uh, the two person because uh, initially I'm like, oh, yeah, I have one person handling the money, one person driving, safety.
1: Right. It does make sense, but the Barker didn't get on in this case. I've been on with a second oh, guy. Oh, he didn't get on. on? No. Oh,
0: I see. What you, okay. So sometimes I, they get on, sometimes they don't.
1: Right. Apparently. Okay. I've oh, been there yeah. when the second guy was on, and it was much easier, because I just told him. So this that's why I think I was more confused this time, because I was like, I don't know. Because the last time I just told the guy – when I got on, where I wanted to get off, and then I sort of reminded him, and I think he just remembered. See, right. I think they do need to go with two person system.
0: Yeah, I would think the the barker should get on because then he he can bark at every stop along the way. I mean, like, what is so that guy just stays there and barks for for stuff? I guess like, I don't for, know
1: what his deal was. Does
0: he do it for other stuff? Like, if there's a store nearby, does he also? Hey, you know, balloon? You need balloons for the party. We, in, I mean, you know. I don't know. You know we can look
1: into that. Do, do we want to hire this guy? He can be our street. He team. can maybe do
0: our. He <laughs> could do our intros, maybe. <laughs> podcast intros. Switch it up a little bit, or at the very least, he can relay the you know get a get a message to the pirate radio dude um, for any sort of sponsorship opportunities that may be available to us. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that pirate radio was good.
0: <laughs> I want to hear this. I wanna hear that pirate radio. Mm-hmm. Dollar bus, dollar bus radio.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it was. I guess it was my fault
0: in the end. Um, a little bit maybe, but it seemed like it worked out. Did. I made it off? Not too far away.
1: Like uh, I mean, potentially, cool. I could have just gone all the way to the end. You know. Sat there quietly.
0: (laughs) He's just uh, sitting there, Uh... looking, just looking straight ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Guy turns back. Oh, where you 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 never got off? Why are you on the bus?
1: That's just what you don't like. Someone sitting there, straight ahead. Yeah, because I mean, the
0: driver's maybe gonna go home at that point, and he's like, look. My my next ship doesn't start for another six hours. Do you want to come in? No, something to eat. You think I get get to go home with the driver, hang out? Yeah, maybe get a sandwich.
1: That could be worth it.
0: Free sandwich. Um, Well, speaking of free sandwiches, let's move on to Kerpy Enthusiasm (laughs) (laughs) review. We have two episodes: episode seven and eight uh, from the new season, season ten. Um, these are the ugly section and then Elizabeth, Margaret, and Larry. Um, I guess we can, we can do the ugly section one pretty quick. I wasn't a huge fan of this episode. I wasn't Uh, a
1: huge fan, but again, Larry with the doctor. All this guy does is go to doctors. Wait, which doctor was it? He was talking with the dermatologist about his neck rash.
0: Oh right, the dermatologist and then his son. Yeah, yeah. this guy, you know, I'm I, I'm rewatching uh seasons 1 and 2 recently and yeah, he's all up in the doctor's office. Uh you know, season 1 there's a whole like episode based around you know, he hurt his finger and the doctor is that he goes to see First of all, he has this whole thing in the waiting room. He gets into a fight with this young lady in the hallway because he doesn't want to, like, let her sign the sign-in sheet um, for him. him. <laughs> um, also, this is, like, these season one episodes are from 2000. He looks so much younger. Really? Like, he looks like, like a, I don't know, like a young hipster I might walk, bump into in Lower East Side. Like, he looks, hmm. I mean, he's in his mid-50s when, when those would have been filmed, but... Um, he looks a lot skinnier. His looks like his face looks younger. Like, yeah, it's, it's striking, but yeah. Anyway. So the dermatologist and ugly section. The, and then the I, I liked
1: the ugly section because I like, what's his name? He cracks me up. Um, man, the maitre d' or whoever the manager. Oh, Nick Kroll. Yeah. Yeah. I liked them going back and forth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick Kroll's like I he's I, I got into him. Well, he's a UCB guy, but uh he used to do these great appearances on the comedy uh Comedy Bang Bang podcast uh in character. Um and I actually he had <laughs> this is this is crazy cuz this would have been like 10 years ago. He had a he would go on Comedy Bang Bang yeah. in character. He had this one character named Bobby Bottle Service. Uh-huh. It was just this kind of, like, uh, true religion, Ed Hardy-wearing, like, uh, you know, asshole, like Brolo. Um, and he actually did an appearance at a, at like, so he did, like, a signing in character just based off, you know, the popularity of the character on that podcast. He went some some clothing store in New York, and I actually went and got a photo with him. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was... I was a big fan of comedy, bang, bang, back then, And the character was, was hilarious. And I just heard that. Yeah. He was in some clothing store in Soho. I don't know if it was like opening ceremony or something, but yeah, he was there in character. I got, I got like a poster. He had posters. He was. Signing. <laughs> and it was weird. Cause he wasn't even promoting anything else. He did later have a sketch show uh, yeah, on comedy central. And I think the Bobby bottle service character was in that show, but this would have been at least a couple years before that show started. And so, yeah, there's a photo. I'm not sure. I'm not going to put it as the photo for the podcast, but maybe I'll text it to you if I can find it. Um, I got a photo with Bobby Bottle Service. Bobby yeah, Bottle Service. But no, he's he's an excellent performer. Uh, he was great in this role as the Maitre D. I have to say, I went to a restaurant recently, just in this past week, and and it was on my mind, like ugly section. Versus the hot section, because mm. I have a feeling they do. Well, certainly in LA, I think you know. Having never been to LA, I'm certain that they do this in LA. Yeah,
1: of course <laughs> they have to. That's. I think we can just take that for fact at this point, <laughs> right?
0: Um, but I was I was also kind of like uh, I don't know this this pushes up against being kind of mean and punching down, um. Even just though he's putting himself
1: choices? in the ugly
0: section, well, now just I'm thinking more breaking the fourth wall a bit, just in the casting choices of the people okay. in the ugly section. You know, they weren't even that ugly. I mean, you know, I, I I don't like to get into you know the whole ugly. It it feels punching down. Also, sub my, this this also brushes up against my subjectivity and art criticism. Mm. Uh thing. Um but it it was funny, I got to say. Like I I was chuckling to myself a little bit. I, th- I
1: think that what gets like well him and Susie's interactions always cracked me up. That he was so incredulous that Susie got to the attractive side.
0: <laughs> you? you <laughs> wasn't wasn't she with which she with, she Ted, was with Ted dancing? At that
1: point? Yeah. yeah. I and mean, he was like, no, "No, no, no, no. Ted Danson can't cancel out Susie." He was he was not having
0: that <laughs> yeah he's kind of dragged Susie down into the muck in the mire with him yeah <laughs> so that yeah that one it was kind of it was kind of quiet i mean they
1: were going on that there was the magical vagina too right um and the bathroom attendant thing i feel like he's done this bit with the bathroom attendant but yeah i'm hundred percent team Larry with the completely unnecessary to have bathroom attendant
0: yeah it's it's it seems like a sort of antiquated thing at this point like <laughs> sort of like having an elevator operator right um, and look I that's got to be a really tough job Ugh. you know I'll, oh. I'll say um, I, I believe from what I understand, I think from having talked to to one of them that um, they're essentially freelance for the most part, and they go offer their services to various like clubs and restaurants. Like it's not that the the restaurant actually like really hires them. It's if they want one, like there's services that kind of just basically offer it to the restaurant, and then they either agree or don't. Um, But. Uh, the actor. There's something about that actor. I've
1: seen that guy before.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's been around. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I, I feel I, like it, you know, Larry's I mean, done it before. I feel like he's
1: done this bit with the bathroom attendant in basically. the show. I don't know for sh- maybe it was I'm on Seinfeld. Seinfeld. I, f- I feel like it had yeah. to be a storyline on this show or Seinfeld already. There's no way they've gone this long without talking about bathroom attendant.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that definitely is kind of the perfect, um, like profession for, um, for Larry to, to comment on. Yeah. It's, it's right, right in his wheelhouse. Um, um yeah, that, I don't know.
1: Was there anything else in that episode? Was that, that, that wasn't the, the P, the wait a minute, or got it, that wasn't got to go. That was the next one, right?
0: No, it was got to Yeah. That was the next one.
1: Um, other than that, yeah, I guess it was kind of flat. That I mean I did enjoy Nick Kroll's every appearance. Um Was that the unveiling of the urinals? Or was that the next episode too? Oh.
0: I think it was that one. Oh, well, that was those things should... look terrible. <laughs> Wait, the men's or the women's? The men the women's
1: you can't <laughs> use it. It's unusable. <laughs> I think even uh, Vince Vaughn or or whatever you want to call him, he was like, right. well, what will they do with their pants? Larry's like, "Uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, that was – yeah. The, the, well, let's – yeah. The, okay, let's do the women's first because that is great. I mean, again, they comment on it because it's so clearly designed by a man who is yeah. just like, okay, well, they just lift up their dress or their skirt and then – but still like – you know the panties have to come off right. with with that design, so yeah, it's almost like you would have to go in naked to to make, to
1: make that. Yeah, you'd have to go wild. in, take off whatever you're wearing on the bottom, and then use that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's good that they they highlighted that by having Vince Vaughn say. Now, did you consult with any women yeah, when you were designing it? Yeah. He's like, no. And he's like, do you think – are you going to? He's like, no. Are you going to? No. Yeah, that was wild. But what, you had some issue with the men's uh, urinal as well?
1: Well, the, my first problem – I,
0: I want to say before – sorry, yeah. before this, I, I am down with his, like, no number two policy. Okay. Like, if I – I like it in theory because, you know, especially at a smaller place, like that's, that smell is going to emanate, you know, when the door opens and closes and I don't want any part of that. problem is you're selling coffee. It's a diuretic caffeine. So, you know, I guess the the theory would be they'd have to go over to Mocha Joe's to use the restroom maybe. I don't know. Oh,
1: that's kind of hilarious actually.
0: Yeah, and so like Mocha Joe now has a bunch of people <laughs> lining up
1: to, to, to take dumps. Take
0: take dumps in his bathroom. clog <laughs> it up. That might be more of an ancillary. I, benefit, I never
1: thought about that. That's pretty good. Than
0: intentional. Yeah. There's <laughs> some <laughs> line out the door. <laughs> but yeah, but what what was what's your issue with his urinal design? Because I kind of like it.
1: Um. Well. I don't mind like the customizing of the height. Is that what it, it moves up and down, right?
0: Um, I don't think it moves up. I think oh, I that was it like a maybe my. I know it has that. Like I thought it was more of a splash guard gate, or something. Gate or like a, in it the front. only, yeah, the gate is only so that it's just not open. Otherwise, I don't know. I maybe you're right that it it adjusts. I don't remember. To I just nice.
1: to see it again. Well, I, I don't like the way – it just seemed like it took too long. Like if I got to go, I got to go. I don't want another layer of, uh, I don't know, waiting to get in my way.
0: Um, well, his primary his primary goal was to, to – I think it's twofold. It was to prevent splashback when um, you're going and then also to prevent – well, the splashback from getting on you at sort of waist level. But then also um, to prevent it from um, getting on your shoes, there was like an elevated uh, platform. I did that see that. On. So you're
1: not stepping on urine.
0: Right. The problem is look, if the, the, you know, there being a platform of it being on the floor, it doesn't matter. If it gets on the, it gets outside of the urinal, it's going to be around your shoes wherever you have to stand. So yeah. that doesn't really matter. Um, Preventing it looks like it might have minimized splashback, which uh, splashback is a big concern of mine too. Like I hate is that. It? Like I, you should see like the three point stances and and various stances I get, and depending on the <laughs> urinal to avoid splashback hmm. getting on my pants uh, or or what have you, my hands. Yeah, I can't have that.
1: I usually, uh, I guess there is some splashback, but it's usually not too much.
0: I'm not saying I I like put my leg, you know, up on the the sink counter and sort of like I'm doing some kind of Van Damme, you know, oh man, pose <laughs> in, in order man. to make this happen. <laughs> I'm not saying that that would be I'm not saying that.
1: impressive.
0: Yeah, uh, but look, it's a, it's a it's an okay attempt. I like that he's trying new things and trying to innovate. Like he's certainly got the money to do it.
1: Yeah, he's pumping a lot of money in, into Latte Larry's. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's better better pay off.
0: I mean, it's a spite store, so as long as he gets the spite, spite off. Um, but let's move to the to the John Ham episode. Um, Elizabeth, Margaret, and Larry. Elizabeth and Margaret being a reference to um, uh, Queen Elizabeth and her sister Margaret, right, uh, yeah. which I. I th- Think they reference in the show that they've been watching uh, this Netflix show called The Crown, um, which uh, you know, a big I, which I I've watched a few, probably most of the episodes. It's it's a pretty good show, uh, but a big part of it does revolve around the dynamic between Queen Elizabeth and her sister Margaret, and sort of the title is a reference to Cheryl and her sister Becky, who shows up in this episode. Yeah, um, that was a yeah she hadn't been in an episode uh since like season four or something I mean she's been busy with always sunny um that actor but uh yeah so what'd you think of John ham
1: oh man John ham was hilarious i I don't I don't know what I was expecting but I, before we started I remember in we I had mentioned that Seen those previews, I just kept waiting for him to show up because he was. They kept showing that preview of him and Larry being asked to leave the dinner party, mm-hmm. and um, I loved it. Like, John Ham was great, he slowly turned into Larry. I, I liked Richard Lewis's <laughs> realization while they were having dinner. He was like, Wait a second, it's like eating with two Larrys when John Ham told him he had too much of the appetizer <laughs> to share with <fate. laughs> he had oh, more than his allotted amount. <laughs>
0: I love yeah. I loved him using the word allotment too. Richard Lewis like being <laughs> incredulous. A- what allotment? What? Yeah, yeah. Richard was- Lewis like being like Richard Lewis being confused and annoyed. Like I just rewatched. The episode in season two where larry tries to be a car salesman at this toyota dealership oh. and richard lewis tracks him down and he's like larry's in the middle of his sale like this his first sale to a customer and he's really happy and then lewis shows up he's like what the fuck are you doing and larry's like excuse me sir i'm with the customer if you could just wait outside And lewis just kept saying wait excuse me wait outside what <laughs> <laughs> richard lewis being like
1: richard lewis yeah. always catches larry at the worst time doing some good weird shit yeah but um yeah so i like that part um the whole yeah john ham becoming larry was oh man it was cracking me up um the the bleeding rectum though that. Oh, that was too. I, I was like, I had the same reaction that Larry did. He was like, "Why'd you tell her I had a bleeding rectum? <laughs> How did you go there?" <laughs> Larry's like, "I got a million excuses. You could have asked me. You just asked me for an excuse. I would have given yeah. you bleeding rectum."
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I think he, the bleeding rectum. I, if I had to guess, <laughs> Richard's thought is like, "I got to do something that's unexpected." Like, as an excuse for why he couldn't show up to, like, his girlfriend's thing or, or whatever it was. Why well, he didn't want the girlfriend um, to come to
1: dinner with them.
0: Right. Yeah. And also, I think I think it's a, a little bit of a dig. He also wanted to get in a little bit of a dig to Larry, too. Like, just to just to kind of oh, okay. m- make it awkward for him and, like, insult him a little bit. Because they, they do seem to have that dynamic
1: yeah Bleed, and I think yeah. it's I, I mean I could see what Richard was thinking he's got the insulting you know that angle and then also like most people aren't going to ask follow up questions if you talk about a bleeding rectum there's like oh okay
0: yeah I'm going to leave it at
1: that go ahead
0: yeah <laughs> but then she's like yeah I don't you can't you have to sit at this wooden chair because yeah, Larry was no like back. you got
1: to tell her it stop bleeding you have to tell her it's over it's done
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: Oh, oh man, was so good.
0: How many different girlfriends has, has Richard Lewis had in this this, 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 this season alone? Why does he keep getting these girlfriends?
1: Do you see? He looks like a he looks kind of scary now.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, he, they're both look they're both twenty years older than when the show started. Um, they're in their mid seventies.
1: Honestly, like he looked.
0: He's, he's, looking, he's looking
1: worse and worse every every season. Like, jeez, is he okay? I think
0: he may have actually in real life been through something. Yeah. I, I feel like I heard something about that. Yeah, he's, he's talking really slow. I, I don't know. if I. We don't have to get into it in case he actually did go through something. But um, You know what? I think
1: you might be right because I kind of remember something happening. But he's definitely different than he was earlier. He's much slower and how he his yeah. movements are different and the way he talks is different.
0: Yeah, but this, yeah, this has got to be at least the third girlfriend yeah, he's, he just keeps he's, getting he's either had or mentioned Good in this Lewis. season. Um, but the, uh, yeah, the thing, and, and this sort of ties into the urinal thing. Uh, uh, what's Leon's idea for the app? Uh, which that, like. I guess people who work at newsstands and similar types of jobs, yeah. if they have to go to the bathroom, they they hit they check into this app, and someone shows up to take their place for like a few minutes, right? And it, they charge him a dollar a minute, minimum five dollars. And I mean, it's as a comedic thing, it's it's pretty funny, it's wildly impractical. Charging a dollar a minute seems like you're charging too little but it works out to $60 an hour Uh, okay that's a pretty good yeah that
1: part it was minimum $5 right yeah yeah
0: but it's in LA I mean traveling from Larry's house I don't know exactly where it is but to downtown LA like just that the gas you're using in in that also there's only three people working for this company (laughs) they didn't hire any sort of like they have Larry, Leon as the primary, and then
1: Leon John Hamm the and
0: Larry David as backups. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I get, like that, the idea that, like, you know, Larry David's got to be like close to a billionaire at this point, and he's <laughs> he's just running around L.A. waiting at newsstands and telling people they can't can't browse, no
1: browsing, no browsing.
0: That's great. <laughs>
1: It, well, I like Jeff's whole thing of well, I'm in my sweats. He's like, "Well, what does that mean? No, I can't, I can't go anywhere now."
0: <laughs> yeah, Jeff wouldn't do it because he was crashing at Larry's place. He's already in his sweats. Look, I gotta. I, I'm kind of on board with him there.
1: That's the in my sweats.
0: Yeah, the in my sweats. I don't have sweats, but I do have comparable, you know, houseware that I that I would put or house clothes I would put on. Yeah, and if it's in no, the evening, I get it. I 100 percent get it. Like if you showed up at my place <laughs> at like 10 p.m. on a Wednesday and is like, "Hey, visceralist, I really need you to go, g- yeah, go to like the Upper West Side oh, to wait at a newsstand for for 15 minutes cause, cause, or my business is gonna fail," I'd be <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh man, I got a bleeding <laughs> throat." <laughs> 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 My rectum's acting up again, man. I can't I don't know if I can make it to the upper west side. Oh, uh,
1: man. Y- yeah, I I get it. You're you're right. You know, I didn't think about the, the distance that they would potentially have to cover. <laughs> right. Driving from place to place doing this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, it makes for a funny like sitcom conceit, but yeah. it <laughs> doesn't make any sense in real life.
1: I love how how like enthusiastic both of them were about it, though. They when they rolled up on that they, first yeah. parking lot attendant, they're like, "We have a proposition for you." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like it does sort of address, like, yeah, like like you know the, again, that's another difficult job. I mean, the, you know, the restroom attendant doesn't have this problem; you can just go, right? Uh, but there are a number of jobs like that where you know, this sort of would, would come in handy. I guess you'd need to hire a lot more people to do it. And you, you, therefore you'd, you'd need to charge a lot more, but have to
1: start charging some kind of monthly fee then too, I think.
0: Or your subscription. Yeah. Go yeah. subscription model. Um, cause it is an interesting service. I mean, you know, there's all sorts of like, well, I don't know. Would there be like, I'm thinking like, you know, there there'd be security concerns at some places, like like the shoe shine guy has access to that building. You know, I, mean, I don't know if there's a key card entrance or something. Because you can't just have a random person running through like a big office building. Yeah, true. But I think there's a there's a way to make it work.
1: I mean, yeah, I think that's most likely the the main problem is that you're just having this like. Non-employee come into wherever your place of business and (laughs) stand in for the actual employee. Exactly. (laughs) But what rules apply to them? He's like, nothing really. (laughs) Leon. I mean, Leon was doing the job, shining shoes, coming spit shine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Spit shine. I do wonder if part of this is was like Larry being into it is just like to get Leon out of the house a little bit more.
1: Yeah, maybe. Because
0: it seems like he does. He just get, gets a little annoyed with Leon is there, like he'll get he'll be at his house. He'll get into an argument, say, with Jeff or someone who shows up. And then sometimes Leon will come in and like either take that person's side or just get completely off topic. <laughs> <laughs> Derail the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Leon's good at that.
1: Yeah, what does Leon do? Nothing, right?
0: I yeah, and it's unclear if he's on some sort of like a, you know, like personal assistant basis that he draws maybe draws a salary from Larry, yeah. or he just hangs out and I mean just eats whatever Larry gets. I mean, I I do kind of like that they never spell it out because yeah. it's been like four seasons now.
1: And he just does like these random businesses every now and then. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I liked how he said, no, I quit that shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right.
1: (laughs) I was like, oh, that was fast. Yeah, you know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, gosh. Um, Oh, was there anything else in that episode? Jeff, Susie kicked out Jeff because he sided with Larry. Yeah, I mean,
0: there's the stuff where Larry hooking up with oh with, yeah uh, Cheryl's sister, and then the ski accident.
1: <laughs> Larry had to take a first class flight. She so was like, "I thought you were getting on the first flight out."
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> I kind of yeah. I mean, I kind of I kind of sympathize with Larry here. I I gotta say because. Well, let's see well, for me middle middle seat <laughs> the middle seat so he tries to get a, a ticket is like so his is i guess he's functionally like his girlfriend she gets into a ski accident she calls him he's like okay i'll get the first flight out it's in the morning and the first flight out is like at 11 a.m which he could make but there's only a middle seat available And, like, the only first-class seat available is at 9 p.m. that that same day. I mean, if she's going to be in the hospital with a broken leg, you know, a couple hours isn't really – Does that really going to matter? It seems like the the important part is that I'm actually flying from L.A. to Denver to to see you, to be with you in the hospital. True. A couple hours, does that really matter? That's true. But the middle seat, I mean, ugh. I don't know if I'm. I don't think I'm ever gonna fly middle seat ever again. That's not bad. Like if the only if the only seat available is middle, I'm just not going. Really? I'm all yeah. Look, I've I've been through it too many times. I it's what happened it's too to much you in that me. middle seat. Well, last time I was in the middle seat was was a flight out to Seattle last year, and it was, the baby was crying, I think we've been over this in one episode. The baby I was think. crying for like four hours straight, just behind me, and I was in the middle seat. And I, I think I had eaten like a bunch of Shake Shack before the flight, which was a terrible idea. So that okay, so that's on me. (laughs) It was in me. Oh, talk talk about bleeding rectum. Oh god. Anyway, um, so I don't know. You you seem to to feel that Larry was in the wrong for waiting. You should have taken that that earlier flight.
1: Um. Yes. I think that he should have well, my problem actually I guess it was just maybe a communication problem too. Like don't say you're okay. gonna be on the first flight out and then not actually be on the first flight out.
0: Okay. Fair fair point.
1: Um, but yeah, I, I mean and I get it too, because Larry, this is a thing. Like I've never really flown first class, but I feel like once you get used to it, like you can't go back.
0: <laughs>
1: and coach right like
0: yeah for him also he's <laughs> kind of a cele- he's a celebrity yeah i mean in this world the show curb your enthusiasm doesn't exist so he's not as big of a celebrity but so i guess yeah he could probably walk around unnoticed for the most part with a general population because you know who knows him as a co-creator from seinfeld like only people, people in the industry, will know him pretty well. But you know, who else? Yeah, not too many.
1: So, and in terms of that, yeah, he could have. He like there was an option. He chose. You know, he chose one option. But um, yeah, so that was my only thing. But he made it out there in the end. You know, he was there. He did just not when he said he did he was make gonna-
0: it out there. He was slightly later. Well, actually, I think he wound up being a day later because he couldn't. Well, then,
1: yeah, because then he had the gotta go problem. He should have just blamed it on gotta go from the beginning.
0: <laughs> I guess he could have. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, speaking of uh, blaming stuff on uh men who mess things up with women, uh, let's let's move to the had that the <laughs> sex segment. <laughs> We're t- <laughs> this is a segment where we uh, we take scenes from uh, movies and TV shows and, and discuss what we would have done in those scenarios uh, this week we're doing one of my favorite movies that's come across in the last f- five years or so it's, it's Avengers, Avengers Infinity War
1: you prefer Best Infinity movie. War
0: or Endgame oh definitely Infinity War I think so too uh, yeah for me it's it's there's no question it's um it set up that i mean it set up sets up a cliffhanger that i don't know like i i think with endgame i had i had issues with the whole thing being resolved around time travel <laughs> seemed like kind of a cop-out to, yeah. to a degree but in any case uh yeah let's well let's we have a few that we can do here but let's Let's do the the thing that um, with uh, with Peter Quill messing things up for people. Um, mm, mm, mm. As you mentioned before we started recording, which I had forgotten, he actually messed things up twice. Yeah. Uh, do you want to briefly explain the, the two scenes where he messed things up?
1: The first scene, um, I don't remember how early the original. Um, so Peter Quill and Gamora, lovers, and right. Thanos is Gamora's father. Now, before they go on this mission and before they start everything, Gamora makes Peter promise—excuse um, <clears throat> me—that she would kill him if she asks, Right? Was that what it was? was yeah. It- and the
0: reason for this is that she's she's—I think she's the, like the only person who knows where the Soul Stone is. Right. she it. knows
1: the location of the soul stone so she knows that he is going to come for her at some point and so to, to, in thanos order thanos is going to come right in order to protect it she's like you have to kill me and then he of course says yes and then when the time comes he has her and she's like do it do it and he refuses thanos even taunts him a little bit brings Gomorrah like right next to his gun and he still doesn't um and then he disappears with Gamora right. and eventually gets to Soul Stone. So that was the first time he messed up. And that one was, uh, it was very tough. I, I I, could see how, I i don't know if I could have done it either.
0: Well, for me, the, um, I mean, the Had That Been Me that we were going to do was, was for the second time, but- Right,
1: no, 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 yeah. Briefly
0: getting into this, I mean, Thanos- I think even if he had pulled – if Quill had pulled the trigger, Thanos would have, like, turned it into, like, the bubbles or Uh, whatever. Oh, yeah,
1: that's true because he had the reality stone at that point, right?
0: Yeah, so I don't think Thanos ever thought that – like, I don't think there was any – at that point, there was no way Peter Quill could have killed her.
1: Okay. Fair point.
0: Which is why – so for the second one, which is where they're on Titan and it's Iron Man and Doctor Strange and and the Guardians and and Spider-Man – they come up with a plan to to get the glove, the gauntlet, off of Thanos' hand. They have them all wrapped up, and they had a great plan,
1: great execution. Like
0: it was excellent. Yeah, yeah, great, great, great execution. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and at the end, as they're trying to pull the glove off, while Thanos is asleep or in some sort of like daze, like he says something about like he alludes to Gamora being dead because at this point he's already killed Gamora and Peter Quill freaks out, starts punching him like pistol whipping him in in the face that wakes him up, snaps him out of his thing. Then he just wrecks shop with with everybody uh, and gets away. So the had that been me (laughs) is actually, what do you do in the immediate aftermath of that with Peter Quill? Because the guardians and everyone else, are still left on Titan, Thanos bounced, he, he's going to Wakanda to, to finish everything up. If you're like Drax or Nebula or you know, even Spider Man or or Iron Man in, in this case.
1: You see oh, Iron Man's yeah. got like see Iron Man's already like, What are you, you doing
0: with Peter Quill? Right. Are you gonna try to are you beating Peter Quill's ass down well, for, for fucking everything up?
1: Drax Drax would have the most reason to fuck him up. Because that would be the second time he saw him. Um right. But yeah I mean I, so, so what I, would you? I would be angry, but I'd probably I'd probably punch him a few times, yeah I'm like what were you-? yeah, I'd be mad and probably take it out on quill, unleash you know some fist of fury on him um, <laughs> and then that would I be, mean, what, yeah that would be that and then he'd just be sad because they're stuck they're fucking over there stuck on Titan and now there's nothing they can do right. And they were so close. Uh, they had him. They had him.
0: Yeah, man, that they, was a dramatic scene. Yeah, that's. I mean, one of them. One of several amazing scenes in that movie. Um, uh, for me. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough because everyone's like, because Quill fucks it up and Thanos is just gone, and th- yeah, you're right. Not only are you now stuck on this planet because I. Did their spaceship crash? Oh no, they they flew in on this alien spaceship that they don't necessarily even know how to how to operate. Um, Nebula did come in on her own spacecraft, uh, and I guess that is what they wound up using. Because yeah, see, I was you just thinking California, about that—that's right? that one in right? Endgame. So okay, so they there is a spacecraft, but it's it's kind of gets stranded in space in any case. So it's not of much use. I think in those scenarios, yeah, like the anger is gonna overwhelm you. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm at, I'm at the very least gonna yell at Peter. The problem is he seems like the kind of guy who's like either just gonna like still be defensive about it like he killed my girl like of course I had to hit him like and <laughs> and like the thing is there's gonna you're then gonna get into like a like a vicious cycle with someone who is stubborn and just being really defensive and so <laughs> it, it's either gonna go they're just never gonna admit they did anything wrong. And they think they're justified, or he'll just completely shut down and won't talk to you at all. And that's gonna want to. That's gonna make you want to hit him. Mm. I don't know. they I mean, the guardians like they're friends with him. You know, they probably love each other on some level. But yeah, that would be infuriating. I don't know if I'm Drax. I, I'd probably. I'd probably t- maybe like body slam him or something. I don't know, push him. I'd at least push him.
1: Yeah, I would do something. He needs, he f- needs something.
0: I feel like Spider Man would come in to, to his defense too, just because he's so goody two shoes. Yeah, something like he that. He would just
1: be like, "Break it up, guys. We don't need to fight with each other." But yeah,
0: <laughs> hey, we shouldn't be fighting with each. Yeah, was, we we shouldn't be fighting with each other. We,
1: yeah, something along those lines. But yeah, I think Iron Man would have, but he was too beat well, up. Iron- by things. Iron Man was in bad and shape. He, at he gotten, Yeah, but
0: well, no, up. Iron Man had gotten cut. Iron Man had gotten cut through the through the stomach yeah. with his own, so he Iron Man wouldn't have been doing much of anything,
1: right? Right? Or
0: and had he been patched up at that point?
1: No, not yet. I mean, if he had been in better shape, I think he would have. I think he just had like some sharp words, but <laughs> aside from that, he was just felt pretty defeated. I think. I think that would be the other thing, right? You are just too defeated, just like oh fuck at this point, to not be angry, but.
0: Yeah, that's a good point and and actually that might be more likely what I how I would how I would respond is just the sense of defeat. It'd be like shit, like he actually won. And that's what I think a lot of people who were watching the movie felt like at the end It's like shit, the bad guy won. Yeah. I don't know. Did you you probably saw it in theaters, right? I did. I mean, that's, is that, that's what how did it you...
1: felt like. It's like when he, when he won that, and you're like, well, it's almost definitely over but then this leads us to our next one and then when he gets the last stone from vision it's like oh gosh no no and then even even iron i mean not iron man even thor came through with his final last ditch effort and almost pulled it off but didn't however like even though even though like in my mind, I knew there was a. I knew that they were going to lose because I know there was a sequel. But you sort of right, felt right. like, oh, they pulled it off. They were going to pull it off because they made you seem like that. Like that. I guess that was a credit to the directors. Like going back and forth with the momentum, It made it seem like it was defeated, 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 and then like Thor's appearance, like almost brought him back to life and like almost pushed them over the edge. But Thanos was too yeah. strong in the end.
0: I got to say, I, I really, and I probably said this before, I really wish I had seen it in the theater in IMAX because it was, I, the first time I saw it was on uh, probably Netflix like six months after it came out. And I was, I was blown away by how, how good it was. And like, you know, I, w- you know, the Russo brothers have done four movies in the MCU and they're all, they're all like the, the Winter Soldier and Civil War and then these two Avengers movies. They're all amazing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like like having stakes, even though you know you sort of know what's gonna happen because, yeah, everyone knew there was gonna be a sequel that came out like Avengers four uh, the the following year. but but, yeah, Thor coming in at the end, you think, oh, cause he comes in, he comes in hot.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> and then at that um, moment you think they've won. You they think, oh, they make they came back. They did it, No,
0: exactly. Well, let's, and this this sort of relates to, as you alluded to the, okay, let's do the second had that been me scene. Um, so the vision has one of the stones in his head that, that powers him. Is that the mind? Yeah, it's the mind stone, I think. I think so. And he's, you know, there's this earlier attack uh, by the children of Thanos, where he's he's badly injured they get him to wakanda and is it shuri that that's black panther's sister right yeah so shuri is you know some sort of tech whiz super genius she believes that she can extract the stone cuz i guess their plan is to ex- extract the stone from his head but still keep him alive somehow yeah i don't remember and, exactly and then how destroy they were the stone
1: um i th- i think that was the idea it had to have been, right? Now I don't remember. I think it had to be I mean, extract it from him and then destroy it. I think you're right.
0: Yeah, and but that was in order to keep him alive yes. because is like in love with him. But even him, I,
1: even Vision was like just kill me. You got to kill the stone. The stone has to die. Yeah. If I die, fine.
0: Yeah. So, okay, so for the had that been me, you're Shuri. You you're you're like you know these people that you've never never met but who are allied with people you know we'll say and are the, the quote good guys they come to you they're like hey here's this super genius robot that has this incredibly powerful stone in his head <laughs> the stone drives pretty much everything that makes this guy work also this woman this human woman is in love with him <laughs> <laughs> this uh, <human> woman. <laughs> we know you're some super tech genius can you do something to try to to fix this. Also, there's a huge alien race that's attacking your home c- country, uh, and so time is quite limited. F- like, first of all, if you're sure, like, we'll say that you even start doing it, you agree to start doing it, but then okay. shit goes downhill pretty fast. Are you gonna just say? Because I think Shuri even said, like, look, it, wait there's some acknowledgement that i don't know if she said it but there was some acknowledgement that you could just destroy it right there but it would just kill vision like she's yes. aware that like it has to be taken out in in an intricate way in order to save him so you're aware of all that the have that been me is once you know you know these you know goblin looking aliens start showing up <laughs> are you gonna just be like if you're sure you just be like fuck it rip it out
1: this and
0: deal with the consequences Assuming you know that, because Wanda is is also quite super powered with telekinesis, etc. Oh, and like her rolling up to kill you—that's something you got to consider. So, what what are you doing? Um,
1: I think I'm destroying the stone and destroying Vision if that if it comes to it.
0: Be okay, because Wanda's not there in that moment when, when she's operating on vision. But uh, the uh, I I know at least one or two of the children of Thanos are in that operating room. Yeah. So so you're saying you're just gonna destroy it, deal it with the consequences, even though yeah, I have, power people. I, I we're I gonna think be super so. pissed at you.
1: That's fine. And if they kill me, they kill me,
0: but at least the world survives. Damn. Really down, down for saving the world.
1: Yeah, Vision gotta go. He, I mean, (laughs) he offered it himself. That's what I'm saying. Right. He said, "Yeah." He said, "The only way to guarantee he doesn't get it is to destroy the stone." And then to destroy the stone would be to kill me. But I'm okay with that if it means everybody else survives.
0: I mean, I feel like ideally, okay. so, 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 say you're Shuri. You're like, "Fuck it!" We're being attacked by aliens. I'm ripping out the stone. Now, I believe you still need Wanda. Like, she's the only one capable of destroying it. Oh, I think you're right, because then
1: the stone had to come out, and then she had to destroy the stone, right? She had to destroy Uh, it, because she's the only one powerful enough to destroy it. Yes, you needed her to, yeah, okay. Then it doesn't matter. And actually,
0: I mean, I will say at the very, very last minute, when Wanda's like, when Thanos is like, literally five feet away from her, and Vision is all in the other direction, five feet away, she does actually destroy it at the very last minute, and it takes her a little while. Yes. But, I mean, the thing is, Thanos used the time stone to, to recreate, to, to go back in time, recreate the stone, and then just swipes it. I forgot that was their plan.
1: Yeah, so if if, if they had gotten it out upstairs without any disturbance, they would have won. Basically.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think... Yeah. I mean, well had that been me and i'm sure
1: I, see now you messed it up because i forgot about the whole wanda part so it doesn't it almost doesn't matter but if i did have I mean, the it's, power it's- to destroy it i would have yes
0: okay you would yeah okay so i don't like it's not shown that there's any sort of wakanda you know laser tech that would destroy it um but i i think even if if you know that it takes wanda wanda's in the battlefield. At least you can take the stone and you can run. You can run with the stone. You can't exactly run with this big android robot <laughs> with the stone in its head. <laughs> Picture Shuri like carrying him around. Oh gosh. <laughs> I think Shuri, at the very least, like could. Yeah, I, I, had it been me, yeah, I, I'm I'm ripping the stone out and being like, fuck it, fuck this robot. You can recreate it. If anything between Shuri's technology and Tony Stark's technology. You can re That's the thing. You can recreate uh, vision He's just an AI. He's just an app. Yeah. He's just an app in a mannequin's body basically. That's true. So just you, he can be recreated. You got it. Like Wanda's really got to settle down. <laughs> like we <laughs> Wanda's
1: got to settle down.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get your priorities straight. I mean, come on. um Um,
1: yeah i I so yeah so
0: i'm i'm taking it i'm i i'm sure in that building where they are we're doing all this there's got to be some secret passageways so i'm picturing shuri like grabbing it ripping it out of the head hitting some button on the wall sliding down some some tube to like i don't know some kind of wakanda mobile and and just booking some kind of Wakanda
1: mobile or they've got I'm sure they've got they have to have like some kind of vault or something right
0: yeah yeah or some secure like some somewhere else because I mean I think eventually they 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 are able to get out of that tower because because vision does wind up in the like the middle of the woods where uh Wanda and them are fighting but I mean damn like yeah they I mean had that been me I would have been like well before this, I'd be like Wanda. I'd have to have a long conversation with Wanda. Like, you, you, this can't happen. Like, you got, you got to kill. Like, it. I mean, comparing this to like what Quill did, right? Like, he fucked right. it up out of anger. That someone, someone who's already dead. I get that. Wanda essentially having to kill her, her lover. That's tough, but it's still it's fucking robot. <laughs> <laughs> It, it is a robot. True, but I mean, did you did you find it like I get he is human manner? I was I not know, even what, what thinking about it like that. I, I, you
1: know, I don't have a lot of thoughts on Vision. I don't. I didn't even remember who he was, really, or how he was created. He was one from one of the Iron Mans, or was he from a uh? Was he from an Avengers? He's
0: like, um. Well, he shows up in Avengers: Age of Ultron. Like, yes he was like Ultron is similar in nature to the vision, but he's like imparted with like with Tony Stark, some AI that Tony Stark created that it also involves some of his personality, but also like Ultron's personality to some degree or or something like that.
1: Yeah. I, I just know that he's, I guess I'm on the same page as you and that he's not an actual human being. Like yes, there is like right. some part of him like some part of his being like that's kind of alive, but he's not a person. Right. Um Yeah, but I'm still on the if you know, if one person has to go to save everybody, then they gotta go. Okay. But um in terms oh yeah, so if I if I had the power to kill to destroy the stone, then yes, I would have. But the Wanda part, there was a whole monkey wrench into it. Then you gotta convince her, and then she'll probably kill you if you try to rip
0: the stone out. And- <laughs> I mean, well, but she was she's not there when you would do the ripping of the stone out of his head, so you'd basically just be bringing it to her. Afterwards? Say, is, oh what, my gosh. Can yeah look, imagine what's done that is reaction? Done. <laughs> she would probably be pretty pissed. It, yeah, she seems like yeah, but she's like, look, but you got to tell her. This is why you, maybe you got to prep this conversation. Gotta- <laughs> maybe it's 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 two conversations you got to do over time. Where, you, where you, you, you You've gotta, been having uh, this conversation uh, for the
1: past two weeks. You're like, so uh, remember, <laughs> Vision's going to die. I'm going to rip the stone out. You're going to destroy the stone. Uh, look, seven only days if from it now.
0: comes to it. Yeah, <laughs> like this is a conversation you have to sort of like hint at every now and then like every day you sort of hint at it in some way over the course of like two weeks you're like yeah you know it's going to be really tough if if it comes to like us having to to rip just rip the stone out at some point because you're the only person who can actually destroy it should be like okay you you need to stop talking about this (laughs) this is not going to happen we're going to figure out how to do it it'll be fine and then, okay, yeah, yep, you know what, look, yes, of course, it's going to be fine. I I, I know it's going to be fine. Two days later, you're like, man, you know, it seems like the only place that can do this is Wakanda. And, you know, I don't know, like, if they're going to let us in. I don't know, it feels like maybe we should have a plan B. No, there's no plan B. There's only the plan A, we're going to do it. Okay, oh yeah, you're right, you're right. And then eventually, you know, over the course of a couple of days, you know, the story shifts and maybe where her reaction is well, yeah, you know, as soon as you get that well.
1: Yeah, that well.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. Then okay, then you got something to work with. Uh, yeah.
1: Okay, you might be onto something. It it might work. If that might work. but i'm still I forgot the whole wanda part that she had to be there
0: <laughs> you really yeah, you're you really thrown
1: by i this. am because she's not going to be on board there's no you really way think she's after
0: out you've you've ripped it out and what's done is done she's just going to like what not destroy it at that point like- um yeah i don't i don't know like what's she going to do destroy
1: me i mean
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you said you were willing to to take that risk
1: yeah I'm true. I did say that, and I still am, but the the stone gotta go too. It just can't be me
0: <laughs> well, What is? She, but that's the thing is like you you give it to her with the hopes that even if she does kill you right away, by like I don't know ripping you in half and or like ripping your arms off, slapping you around with your own arms and and then shoving your arm like your finger up your ass or something that she will then destroy the stone.
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't trust it. I, I feel like her love is too strong. Okay. But I'm still, yeah, I mean, I agree, I'm still destroying the stone, but I just don't think it's going to work with her. Having her to be the final, you know, the final piece of our puzzle.
0: Yeah. I mean that that's the thing is like that's what it comes down to. Like it sucks that like they had like with with the plan on Titan, they had they would have had the the gauntlet with like five out of six stones. Yeah. It had that worked and then I mean I don't know where they go with it.
1: That I like, was I was just even, I just thought about even that. Once you, then
0: what Once you get the gauntlet off, like Thanos is still there and you can't really I mean I guess he he can't throw planets and moons at you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> But he's still like I mean, that would be interesting to see Thanos no gauntlet, just like it's still just like pretty powerful. You know, he square it, right. like he squares up on you. I mean, it seems like between if there's like Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Spider Man, the Guardians, you should be able to do. No, but like that was in game. He was he
1: was winning. Remember against those three, like the strongest three, almost.
0: Not winning. But he had but the gauntlet. His own. No, he didn't. He had the gauntlet. He thought he did not. Oh, he didn't
1: weren't they looking for? He might be right. Yeah,
0: that's right. That's right. Yeah,
1: and he was holding his own against Thor, Iron Man, and um, who was the third? Um, Uh, Cap, Cap Captain America. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah, because even if he did have the gauntlet, then he wasn't using it. I know he was just using that. He was that double that double sword, Mm -hmm. and he was he was fucking them up because yeah. So that's the thing. All right, so even if that plan. You yank the gauntlet off of him. Then what? And then you run away with it, but you're still on Titan, and he's going to be able to track you down,
1: presumably. Or oh, maybe. No, because I couldn't. Like, what do you do with it? Just take the stones
0: it. off? Because no one. Yeah, no one there can fit in that big ass gauntlet. No one has the power to destroy the stone.
1: Well, Strange could probably make it disappear somewhere.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He could do one of his portals. Yeah. Things. And just, like, send it to Wakanda or or New York, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. But then you still got Thanos. Like, Thanos isn't going to just give up. Right. And there's a good chance he could just beat everyone's ass there. It's true. But then they can
1: sort of keep him there because there was only one way off the planet because he teleported there with the stones, right? Yeah. So Because, yeah, he
0: wanted to get the – he needed to get the time stone from Strange.
1: Right. So now that they – now that he's just loose, I mean – Gauntletless, and then just on his own. I guess his only way to get off the planet would be that, but he wouldn't even know where to go. I guess he could try to torture it out of somebody, torture it out of Strange by like, threatening to kill all of them one yeah. by one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like he could too. I mean, I guess if you get if with 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 Thanos, God, this is such comic book nerdery now, but uh, I do like it. We we don't do this too often, but but. As long as if he doesn't have any projectiles, like it seems like like Peter Quill can fly, basically Iron Man can fly, Spider Man can like as long as you can get some distance on him and like have him surrounded, like Drax and Nebula. And would he didn't probably even have, have his weapon.
1: He didn't even have his sword or his double sword.
0: Yeah, like what's he gonna just run and like try to punch you? Like you can just fly away. Like that—that's an ultimate. Like he can't fly on his own. He can jump. And he can punch like he was punching the Hulk, like just straight up, okay. So he's yeah, really strong. That's,
1: oof, that was true. He just beat the Hulk man to man. Yeah. Um Yeah. I guess that's that must be the next question of what do they do then? They get it. Strange circles it away somewhere and then he circles them away? I don't I don't know. What does he do then?
0: I guess if you can circle the gonglet away, you circle the yeah, you circle everyone else away and just leave Thanos there. I mean Although I feel like if if there's any circle that can get everyone else through, Thanos is jumping through right after them. Like that dude is like, yeah, he's scary. <laughs> I like, I don't even like. I'm getting like nervous even just thinking about like the prospect of like fighting Thanos one on one, even with six or like six on one. Yeah,
1: I mean, it would it would be tough. That's for sure. They'd probably lose. They could only hold up they for so long. Would, yeah. I think they would have to. They do
0: They would all die.
1: Like this, the runaway strategy, basically, just everybody just run, keep as much distance <laughs> as you can, to stay yeah, away. That from
0: I damn. mean that, that at that point, like if I'm Spider Man, then I'm like I'm, or if I'm if I'm actually if I'm Quill, then I'm bouncing. I'm like I'm fucking my girlfriend's dead, my whole family, my mom, my dad killed my mom, like that whole thing. Oh yeah, my dad killed my mom. I had to kill my dad, and my girlfriend's dead. I'm just bouncing on everybody. Fuck all y'all. Yeah, I'm taking he's like, I taking my rocket boosters. <laughs> <laughs> Although he probably would try to hit on her on her sister, he probably try to hit on Nebula, see if there's anything any chance there, and like no, okay. He would. I'm out. Yeah, it would. Um.
1: Yeah, that would be interesting to see. That's a funny scenario. What to think would happen? If they stole it.
0: Yeah, that. Yeah, because what? Yeah, what was their plan? What were they going to do with it? I don't know. Other than circling it, I don't
1: remember the rest of the plan. It was just get it off of him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that seems like there needed to be another step after that.
1: <laughs> I mean, that was a pretty big step to take get it, get it off, but uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then what? Like, it's not like he's yeah. just gonna give up.
0: Nope. But we're gonna give up, and we're gonna wrap the episode now. <laughs> Uh, unless you have anything any closing thoughts or anything we can we should wrap up Uh, i think we we eat something green eat something green drink enough water wash your hands that's right 20 seconds wash those hands everyone knows that this was podcast (laughs) (laughs) Woo!